Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. What's up, Love Tribe? Thank you for tuning in. 
We got a great show for you today where we talk to Pam Costa. And Pam has a very interesting story because after a decade and a half at Apple and Facebook, she left her career in high tech and found the blog Down to There, where she shared and continues to share her real life stories of challenges and successes around sexuality in her marriage. And through this writing, speaking, and coaching, she hopes to inspire individuals and couples to find ways to renew and deepen desire and intimacy in their own relationships. And that's what we talk about today. We talk about her personal journey. I actually found her blog and she's got like maybe like 30 posts, really well written. And I probably read all of them within a day. And just really interesting in, in the way she tells the story of her personal kind of struggles. And we talk about the group work that she now does and how sharing that story or hearing someone else's story really helps. And so I enjoyed that and really uh, happy to have had her on. And I think you guys are going to love this episode. Yeah. After you listen to today's episode, go on over to her blog down to there. Her articles are super relatable. She's a really good writer. And like Chase said, he read all 30 like in one day and sent them all to me. And I was like, whoa, how did you read all 30 in one day? <laughs> You're kind of crazy. Like a couple pages long. <laughs> I know, but they're really good. They're captivating. So uh, definitely check those out. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for subscribing, and for sharing the podcast with your friends and family. We appreciate you guys so much and enjoy today's episode. Today's show is brought to you by our online course, Spark My Relationship. Create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days. We've collaborated with 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. To unlock a special offer only for I Do Podcast listeners, visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. That's sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. Hi, Pam. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I'm glad to be here. We thought a great place to start would be having you tell us and our listeners a little bit about your personal journey uh, that led you to start your blog and do the work that you're doing now. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not um, an obvious uh, path from where I started um, because my my career before was in tech and um, and now I work with couples around sexuality and that's a big <laughs> left big turn. And <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely started with kind of my own personal journey around that. Um, I've been married about 20 years and... Um, you know, while so many things were going well in our relationship, um, we really struggled on the sexuality front. Um, what that looked like for us was um, my husband would um, want sex and ask for sex. And, and of course, not of course, maybe, but sometimes I said yes. And a lot of times I said, no, I'm not feeling it right now. And um, that just caused a lot of tension for us. And you know, he was feeling kind of rejected and frustrated. And I was feeling like maybe something was wrong with me. I was broken. And we went on like, for like maybe 15 years kind of in this um, stalemate. And um, eventually we went and saw a sex and relationship coach. And, um, you know, I, it, maybe it sounds a little cliche, but it was nothing short of kind of like, 
earth shattering, um, the, the things that I and we learned there in that process. And um, one of the things I'm really excited to chat with you guys today is, is that, um, you know, I'd love to say, oh, it's like just the coach that helped me out. But it was like a whole bunch of things um, during that time period that helped me kind of um, learn more about my sexuality, how that plays out in relationship. And um, so it was, it was the coach we saw, it was classes I went to. And, and one of the parts that I'm like, that's most tender in my heart was the fact that I actually started talking about some of those challenges with my girlfriends, which I had never done before. And um, it was just a really powerful process. We're going to dive into the group work and sharing the issues that you were having and how that helped you. You've written really beautifully about your journey and and a lot of it relating to sexuality. And one of the posts that I read that was um, interesting and I think would be valuable to our listeners is your trip to New Orleans for the women's retreat in the, uh, I believe it was called uh, Sexuality Body Work. Can can you talk a little bit about that and, and the impact it had? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that fits nicely into what I was saying, that it's been a variety of things that have kind of helped me um, learn. And so, yeah, this was one of those workshop things, right? So you can do like therapy and you kind of meet with somebody in an ongoing fashion, or you can do a workshop or a retreat and you dive really deep (laughs) and really intensely. And, um, that's what, that's what this was. So there's a woman, her name is Pamela Madsen. Um, she used to run, um, the American Fertility Association. And I think kind of in that journey, she realized, okay, wait, it's not just fertility and our ownership of our body in that way that's difficult for women, but also there's this sexual component. And so that kind of drove her to um, launch this back to the body organization. And so um, what that, what those retreats offer is, first of all, sisterhood, like just what I was talking about when I talk with my girlfriends, it offers sisterhood because there's like a bunch of women that go and retreat together in these beautiful places. Um, So that's lovely. Um, And then you also are assigned a practitioner um, over the course of the retreat that you meet with. Um, on most retreats, I think you meet with them about five times. She has some shorter retreats and some longer retreats, but I think on average it's five times. And um, you're actually working through whatever it is you came to work through. So um, I forget, I think in the New Orleans retreat that I wrote about, I think what I was working on was speaking up. <laughs> so <laughs> what so the way that the, these sessions work and, and her retreats are, and this is this is a little out there. So I like sharing about the experience because I don't know that this is something that every woman, I um, mean, there's actually these retreats for men as well, but that every woman or man would be comfortable doing. But how they look is that um so there's um this practice called sexological body work. Um, it's kind of an accredited thing that you can be trained for. And so the practitioners in sessions, they have their clothes on, they have gloves on. So their their bodies, or at least their genitals, are not involved in the process. But the client, um, if they want, can can actually not have their clothes on and be working on something. So for instance, maybe if I'm a woman that's never been able to achieve orgasm before, or if I'm a woman who... Um, 
you know, wants to explore some sort of kink, like what would happen if I got tied up? <laughs> or for me in that retreat, what it looked like was, um, you know, one of the things with the dynamic between my husband and I is sometimes I had a hard time speaking up in the bedroom. We had this dynamic where he thought maybe I didn't want him or he wasn't competent enough. And so anytime I spoke up, he kind of felt like maybe he wasn't doing it right. And it was just hard for us to learn how to help for me to speak up and him to say, oh my gosh, thank you. And like move on, right? (laughs) Just like, you know, decade and a half of like frustration there, which I'm sure is familiar to many of your listeners. And so my practice at that retreat was to, as soon as I thought something, you know, harder, lighter, different, um, I want that toy instead of that one, um, you know, anything to say it within like three seconds of thinking about it. Because if I waited any longer, I wouldn't say it. And so that was like, I don't know, in that retreat, that's the very simple, very specific thing I was working on was finding my voice and using my voice. When you say that, it really, I can really relate to that because Chase and I have been together for 10 years. And for a lot of that time, we had some sexual chemistry issues. Like you've mentioned, a lot of couples probably have. And one of those issues, (laughs) one of those issues being not speaking up and then us both kind of liking different things in certain areas. And we did a weekend away last weekend. And during that weekend, we did, uh, I forget the exact name, but it's Masters and Johnson uh, Sensate Focus. Yeah, the Sensate Focus. Oh, amazing. Yes. And we were doing the exercise. And as we were doing it, we were kind of learning as we went that I like to be touched more softly and he liked to be touched firmly. And we probably wouldn't have figured that out. Took 10 years. <laughs> Took 10 years. <laughs> to, you know, but it was those exercises and stepping out of the box uh, that really encouraged us to kind of communicate about what we wanted in yeah. bed. I think that's such a lovely example because you know, you say that and everyone's like, well, (laughs) from the outside, you're like, well, that should be so easy. Just like speak up. Right. Right. (laughs) But the reality is when you've been together 10 years, 20 years, um, or even less, right. We all have our own biases that we're walking through the world with. And I love these classes or therapy or workshops because you're kind of held in this structure where they're like, okay, we're going to, run an experiment. We're going to practice something. You don't have to get it right. You don't have to know what's going to happen, but just try it and see what you can learn. And I I just love this hearing you guys say like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know you needed to be touched, you know, that firmly or that softly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. And it seems like, you know, this retreat that you went on helped you in a lot of ways. And you mentioned the sisterhood and that ties into the group work. How how did talking about that or at the retreat maybe or, or after, how did that help you break through? Yeah, I think, um, and I'll reference, I, I went on retreat again more recently, um, just last month, in fact. Um, and uh, there were two exercises that we did together as a group, as a group of women, um, they weren't explicitly sexual in nature. They, there was one where we had a bunch of magazines and we like picked two images that spoke to us and we kind of like did some writing about those images. 
and then we shared it. Um, another time we got together, um, uh, the workshop leader gave us a bunch of colored pencils and a mirror and said, go find a private space and look at your genitals and draw them. She's like, this is not a test of your artistry skills, you know, just like kind of how you feel, you know, <laughs> mine ended up being a lot of rainbows. Um, and, and, and then we came back and, and, and there was also a, a prompt to, you know, as you're looking at your genitals to, um, like, see if there's anything you wanted to say to that part of yourself, anything that part of yourself wanted to say back to you. And then we got together and shared. And I think without space to get introspective like that, first of all, and then space to speak what you discovered out loud to another set of women, you can tend to feel, and I, and I know this, is, I, I'm using the example of women, but I want to share later how I'm seeing this play out with men as well. But, you know, you can tend to feel alone in your experience um, if you're not having a space to share it. Um, you can tend to feel hopeless, unsupported, weird, broken, um, all of these things that like really keep us isolated and in shame. And um, for me to like listen to these other women, you know, point to the collage pictures that they, they made and, and why they selected it and how it's showing up in their life and to see their drawings of their vulvas and how they feel about it and the conversations they had with it. It helped me feel, oh my gosh, like I resonate with that or wow, that's different and that's inspiring. And oh my gosh, I'm not alone here. There's like 14 other women having these same experiences. And I just like, I get goosebumps even talking about it because it's so simple but so incredibly powerful. Did you get any feedback from any other women about what they took away from the weekend retreat? Um, you know, I, with that one, since it's so recent, I actually haven't talked to those women. I think what I've found, so um, I'm going to skip to kind of the, the like, so that's like a workshop situation, right? Where um, there's a workshop leader and we're all paying to participate. Um, what I had discovered in my own personal like peer group when I was just initially starting to see that coach with my husband and I called my girlfriend and said like, Hey, let's go in the park and talk about sex. <laughs> and what I noticed was some similar things happening there, but they, that wasn't even like a lead workshop. It was just women getting together and talking. And I eventually got so curious, like just the question you were asking, like what, how do women feel about this? What's happened? I actually got so curious about it that I ended up going back to school to get my master's in counseling psychology um, because I wanted to do like academic research to actually empirically know what happens. Like why, why am I experiencing this? Do other women experience this? Um, and it was cool because like when I was starting that research, I was looking at peer support groups for everything, you know, um, cancer, people with cancer, cancer survivors, diabetes groups, um, you know, all, all sorts of different groups, LGBTQ groups. Um, and they all kind of mentioned these same concepts. Like I feel part of community. I feel supported. I feel inspired. I feel normal. And so I, I said, okay, well, let's, let's have like hundreds of women meet and let's see if this happens. So I gave them materials to like discussion prompts to meet and collected data before and after 
um, their, their gatherings. And I was surprised because it wasn't just the like soft stuff I'm sharing about, like I feel normal, supported, you know, empowered. Um, but there was like actually concrete, um, like qual- uh, quantitative changes. Um, this was a group around sexuality. So, um, desire, um, improved like double digits. Um, stress about sex went down like 30%. Um, arousal went up again, double digits. Um, there was actually like quantifiable improvements in sex. Wow. Just by talking about it. Wow. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it blows me away every time I think about it because like that's free. Like you don't have to live in the right place, have the right financial means. Um, you just have to find some people to, and I say just like, that's an easy process. It's not. Um, but some people to open up to about it. Like, I know, I don't know if it's true for your listeners, but like the people who follow me, like some of them are just at the stage where they're just listening or reading, but they're not yet to a space where they feel like they have a place that they could talk about it with anybody. Um, and then, you know, people start talking about it and then eventually they might start taking classes or workshop or doing some of the things you guys are doing. And I think there's like a spectrum and I'm really hoping that this like easy to access thing, just talking about it with someone like that people know that that makes a difference. It seems like the group work is having a real impact and it's really fascinating. And before we wrap up the show at the end, definitely have you tell our listeners about the group work that they can do with you. What I love about your blog and the work that you do and sharing your journey is it seems like you take this approach of, of like throw it against the wall and see what sticks like experimenting (laughs) like the new Orleans retreat. You don't know until you, you get in there. Like you can talk about theory and all these things. You could talk about group work and how great it is. And, but until you get into a group, you're not going to experience that. So one of the other things that you did with your husband is you went to the uh, couples resort in Cancun. Can you talk a little bit about that? Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Zola. We all know planning a wedding can be super stressful. I was lucky that Sarah did most of the planning and I just <laughs> said the heavy yes lifting. <laughs> to everything. So it wasn't too stressful for me. But if you're planning, it can be stressful. And that's why Zola wants to help you take the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, the easiest wedding registry, affordable invite suites, and more. And if you're planning a fall wedding, it is time to order your invites and day of paper. I've mentioned before on the show that I have a wedding planning business in Costa Rica, and I always recommend Zola to our brides, especially for their invites and day of paper. And Zola has just added thousands of invite designs for every style and color scheme. And as most of my brides are planning a destination wedding, they don't want to break their budget by spending a ton on their save the dates and invites. So Zola's friendly prices are always a win. And not only can you order invites and print your guest addresses for free on free envelopes, but you can manage your headcount with their free easy guest list manager tool. 
Sign up at Zola.com slash I do to get 30% off your invites and paper order. That's Zola, Z-O-L-A.com slash I-D-O and get 30% off your invites and paper order. Zola.com slash I do. Today's episode is also brought to you by Pill Club. If you're in birth control, remembering to take your pill every day at the same exact time is stressful enough. Luckily, Pill Club wants to help make your day a little less stressful by removing those annoying appointments and long waits at the pharmacy. Pill Club is a birth control subscription that is delivered straight to your door. Shipping is always free and discreet, and Pill Club schedules your deliveries so you always have your next dose on hand before you need it. I know you can't relate to this, Chase, but before we had Stella, I would literally wait until the very last minute to go to the pharmacy to pick up my birth control pack, and I would be stressing out so much with anxiety knowing I couldn't miss my pill. But if it was just delivered to my door, I would have never experienced all that stress. Yeah, I can't relate, but you know, it would have been way less stress if we had the pill club. (laughs) You wouldn't have gone to the pharmacy. Nope. And... Most prescriptions are free with insurance or Medicaid and can be as low as $3.99 per month without insurance. So join the club and have your birth control delivered to you. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash I do, they're offering our listeners a new way to get birth control and a special care package with every delivery. That's thepillclub.com slash I do to get your first birth control care package. Remember, thepillclub.com slash I do. Absolutely. Yeah. So kind of like you mentioned, um, I think it's one thing to read about it or to talk about it, but it's a whole different thing to actually um, experiment and just see like, well, what do I think about this thing? Um, You know, it's funny, like one of the things we did was we took a, a... like a bondage workshop, like tying someone up. And I learned like, wow, that really doesn't do anything for me. In fact, it just kind of annoys me. <laughs> you know, my husband learned that he really liked it, that that was a really cool experience for him. And um, so I think that that experience and the fact that we started talking about sexuality more openly um, I think we're both kind of craving a, an environment where sexuality is a little bit more celebrated than it is kind of like um, put under the rug. Like we don't, you know, it's weird. Sex like sells, but it's also taboo. And I think there's just not a lot of places where you can like celebrate your sexuality. Um, so um, we, before we went to the resort, we had actually found this place in San Francisco. They're called like erotic dinners. And we, you go and you're just like in normal clothes. I mean, the sexiest you want, I guess, but like, um, the servers are super flirtatious with each other and with the patrons. And it's just this like environment you can tell it's like, Oh yeah, like we're adults. This is a private space. Like we can flirt. And it just felt like so sex, sex positive. And so um, these resorts, there's all sorts of them all over the world, as it turns out. I had no idea. Um, There's these resorts, there's parties that you can go to where, on the one hand, it looks like any other resort you'd normally go to. Um, You know, it's got a beach and a pool and, and, you know, fruity drinks. and, (laughs) um, And the same with these parties, you know, there's a bar and a dance floor and all that. 
Um, but, but what there also is at these resorts is kind of like freedom of expression sexually. Um, so that could just be like, hey, I'm a monogamous couple and I um, just want to be able to, if I'm at the pool, like take my you know, husband's shorts off and apply sunscreen all over or take my wife's top off and apply sunscreen. So it could be like kind of like more PG-13, maybe that's still R-rated, um, <laughs> kind of experiences around sexuality, right? I want to apply the sunscreen really slowly um, or I want to be a little like exhibitionist with it um, to, you know, more explicit like, hey, I want to you know, well, there's some beds next to the jacuzzi and I just would love to have sex outside um, with my partner um, to like a little bit more adventurous. Like, well, I like women and men, but I married a guy and I'd really like a woman to join us because I would have more expression um, to like, you know, all the things you hear about with like a swingers lifestyle or open relationships. So there's kind of all of those opportunities there. Um, and it's funny to like even reflect back on my own journey. I think, I think my husband had even shared, he's probably a little more open sexually than I am. And so he had shared one of these like back when I was like, definitely like not even connected to my own sexuality. And he shared one of these resorts and I was like, Oh my God, no. Um, but then like over time, as I started exploring, I was saying like, Oh, that's an interesting thing. Like, and we've gone several times since like I, really enjoying the environment. The type of people that go to something like that are like uh, super fun to talk to. They're very interesting. And yeah, you get a chance to be like, you know, a little freakier on the dance floor in the evening if you want. <laughs> Again, it's just an example of like trying something. And I really, I'm, I like to say, I'm, I feel like I'm living vicariously through your blog in a way in that journey, because I, and, and Sarah is, this isn't new to her, but like, I am interested in all these things. I'm reading about them, you know, outside of your blog, other places, but we haven't really done a couple's resort like that. Or a lot of, you know, like the, um, retreat you went on in new Orleans. Like I am totally into that. Right. And, but it's like, now I just got to take action. So do you have any recommendations for someone kind of in the same boat or maybe not in the same boat that's really struggling to take that step? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think first of all, just um, the fact that there are all these different things out there is, is like, how would we even know what we're into if we don't know all of the things that are out there? Um, so for someone who's like, hey, I don't even think I know, like definitely hiring um, a sex and relationship therapist or a coach and just to sit down and be like, hey, what are the world of possibilities? There's actually this really cool map. It's called the human map of sexuality or something. I can maybe try to find a link you can put in the show notes. But it's kind of cool because like, it really is quite comprehensive. And there is a community for every single one of those things on the map. And, you know, so first of all, to just understand, like, what's the world of possibility? What is it that I'm interested in? What is it that my partner's interested in? Is there any place of overlap <laughs> where we kind of both agree? Um, and then like, I think my other recommendation is like baby steps. Um, this stuff can be dysregulating in relationship, um, especially because usually one person's more into something than another and they're really excited and another person's maybe like a little like nervous about it. And so just kind of knowing that this balance of like respecting your own partnership as well as 
um, having a voice about your desires is really critical. I know when I'm working with clients around this, like one of the things we really make sure is that they've got a system in place for when either one of them is starting to feel a little past um, their comfort zone. So like, you know, I've, some of my clients will end up going to that erotic dinner in San Francisco and we'll be like, okay, so for this dinner, maybe not a future dinner, but for this dinner, what are you both comfortable with? And um, so that you know ahead of time. And then if, if for whatever reason, maybe you're surprised that you're more comfortable or less comfortable, how do you pause in the moment and talk? Because it's not about not having it go and in some unexpected way. It's more just, can you stay connected in that? And can you both take a time out knowing this isn't your last supper, <laughs> you know, but that you can take a time out. I think that's the balance of like nourishing and nurturing your relationship as well as exploring together in a way that you both feel really safe. One of the other things that you've written about in a big part of, it seems like a big part of your journey is your decision to open up your marriage. And I'm sure that has created all sorts of new worlds that you didn't know existed. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think that, so again, this is like one of those things. I love talking about this stuff from the standpoint of, I don't know that most people have any desire to do this. Um, whether it's go to these workshops where you get naked on a massage table and have someone touch your genitals or whether, you know, you open your relationship and sleep with other people. Like, I don't know that most people have the desire to do that. And I think there's things you can learn, um, either by doing it or listen to listening to other people's experiences. So, so I love the question, not because I think everyone should open their relationship, but because I think there's things that I've learned that have been helpful. Um, you know, one of the things that I think is so powerful, it's almost like whether you're doing like endurance sports or going to therapy or opening your relationship, um, you get these opportunities to like have big feelings and then get a chance to explore what that big feeling is about. Um, so I'll give a specific example here. So like one of the early experiences, like it was funny, my husband is going out on the date with someone he was dating in the very beginning and they went to the movie theater. So this isn't even sex, right? They went to a movie theater. And um, it's so funny. I'm like, I'm such a rule follower. I'm like, can I even say this on air? But they like, <laughs> after the movie, they went to another movie without paying, right? Oh. <laughs> and, and for whatever reason, this is such a silly example, but for whatever reason, I had a huge feeling, like a big feeling well up in me when I heard this story because we share. And what I realized was that that act symbolized like a playfulness and a spontaneity that I hold near and dear to my heart, but that sometimes with my engineering logical husband, <laughs> I find difficult expressing and, and being with him. And then I saw that happen. And so it's tricky because like open relationships, you can, you can have this weird thing happen where you're like, get jealous of an external situation and you're like, don't do that. Or like, you know, you make it about the other relationship, but what it actually gives you a chance to see is, Hey, there's something in our relationship that's not quite going the way I really would like it to go. Um, and so we, I think we both found a lot of instances of that. And it's, I mean, honestly, it's not unlike, you know, 
uh, Sarah doesn't load the dishwasher right the the right way for you, and you have a big feeling, and oh, it's about like you need more order in the house, or you. Need, I mean, it's, it's like we have big feelings all the time. I just think like with open relationships because it's like so um, edgy. Um, you get a chance. It's like it's like therapy at like ninety miles an hour, you know. So how do you navigate those big feelings? Because I know you are a business owner, you have a son, you have, you're married. Like, how do you, how do you manage all that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this is why it's not for everyone. Because honestly, there's like a limitation of time. And honestly, there's times where it's been like, yeah, like I'm dating people. And other times where I'm like, you know, this month is all about my business or spending time with my girlfriends or focusing on something going on in my son's life. Like, you know, for me anyways, that's what it's like given where I'm at. Um, but in terms of how you manage, the way I talk about this with clients is like there's communication, like we're talking to each other, you know, that's better than not talking. But then there's like ninja communication skills, <laughs> which most of us don't have, um, frankly, because we're not taught it. Um, so like, really learning how to, um, you know, have a deep conversation to help each other explore those feelings um, and asking for assistance when it's not, when we can't do it, you know, like no, I have no um, qualms with like calling a therapist and we're like, boy, we have tried, <laughs> but this one we need some help on. Um, yeah, just communication. Um, but a different type of communication than just saying, here's an issue, like really spending the time to go deep. So like in the beginning, boy, we were talking so much. Um, it gets a lot easier over time because you start to identify a few core things. Um, but yeah, it's it's a challenge. I, I wouldn't say it's like for everyone. I love how you said have these big feelings. And to me, that's a little bit of the theme with the things that we've talked about today and, and what you've done is you're getting out there and, and experimenting and trying these things because that's the only real way. And again, not saying that everyone needs to go and open up their relationship, but even if it's as simple as having right. that deep conversation that you haven't had to then allow those big feelings to even exist or come up. And that's where the real work gets done. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there, I think there's, for me, I notice like there's moments where I go through different phases of change, right? One where I'm kind of just like not even considering change. I'm just like how my life is now. It's fine. And then there's like a part that just feels like, Hmm, something doesn't feel as good as it could here. Maybe something's going on. And then I kind of go through this like awareness phase of just like observing and being curious about what's happening. And then, and then I'm kind of like, okay, like how do I learn more about X, Y, Z, right? What's, what's a way that I can go and do that. And, you know, I love memoirs for that reading about someone else who's gone through a similar thing. What could I learn from them? Maybe I don't need to do the work myself. I can just learn from them, you know, or maybe it's a workshop or a class. I'm in that awareness phase. Like, you know, I just had, so I've just recently launched a men's group. Um, so just like the women's groups that I run, like the women's peer support groups, I've recently launched a men's group. And I like, 
I had no idea what was going to happen with that. Um, I was like, what do men want to talk about? Like, are they going to have the same experiences that women have? And I just feel like um, in these first few meetings, all of these men appear to be in this like awareness phase of change, right? They're like, oh my gosh, like I was having this experience, but now that I'm talking about it with others, my eyes are more um, open. I'm getting more clarity. I can see all the different ways that this could look. And it's just, it's so cool to watch them kind of raise their awareness. And, you know, I think the next phase is kind of like, oh, there's possibilities here, right? It's like, here's how it is. And here's some possibilities. It's such a powerful thing when, when things are brought to our awareness, because I feel like so often, you know, we're busy, we have life and we don't even realize the cultural impact or the, the impact of how we are raised how it kind of suppresses that awareness, like around sexuality, like it's very suppressed in our culture in the West and something like this podcast, hopefully, or seems like these groups that you're running is really allowing the sharing and then the, the awareness of different things and then realizing that you share that with others. And that's how you make, I want to say progress, but growth. Yeah. Absolutely. I think there's so much power to just, I love podcasts for that reason, right? Like these are people sharing their experiences. Um, and it's like, it's quite humbling actually to like listen to people's experiences, like just listening to you guys share about your experience at the workshop and like what that meant for you. Like, it's like, wow. Um, yeah, you feel like you're living life when you kind of <laughs> listen to other people and share about yourself. Yeah. There's something about, I think it's, it's, built into our DNA that we, we want conversation. We need that human connection, you know, sitting around the campfire, you know, 20,000 years ago, like that was your entertainment. That was your every, you know, is talking to people. And it seems like what you're doing with the groups is, is a great thing because it is allowing people to bring things to awareness and have the connection. So Thank you so much for sharing your story. And before we wrap up, Pam, can you tell us a little bit more about the groups that you're running and then we'll say goodbye? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So um, yeah, once a month. So it's the fourth week of every month, um, Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern um, for men. And then Wednesdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern for women. Um, so if you go to my website, it's down to there.com. There's a services tab that has information on it. And um, they're just peer support groups. I kick off with a topic and a share and then I break everyone into smaller groups. So they're really small, intimate groups. Um, and then we kind of come back at the end for Q&A. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a really powerful experience. They're very inexpensive. So it's much less than therapy. They're online. So you can kind of join from anywhere. Um, and there's other stuff um, on my website. There's the blog that you were mentioning. There's also a resources tab that has books about kind of every different topic related to sexuality. I pulled a bunch of therapists and psychologists and said, what are the best of the best? And so, um, you know, whether you're dealing with trauma or looking at open relationships or sexual function, um, all of that is in there. How to talk to your kids about sex. That's always a big topic that shows up. Um, so, yeah. 
Well, Pam, thank you so much. We'll have all those links on the show notes and on the podcast description on our website at idopodcast.com. And thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hi, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, all the links are in the show notes page, as well as on the podcast description. And while you're on our website, we encourage you guys to check out our 14 day happy couple challenge. We send you an email for 14 days with simple, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And on our website, we also have a bunch of free resources for your relationship. So we encourage you to check those out. Uh, We also have our love tribe on Facebook. Uh, We encourage you guys to join the tribe and uh, be there for support for each other. If you have questions or just need some relationship advice, we are all here for each other. Um, The group has grown to almost a thousand people um, and we love it. So we hope you guys join that. You can go to Facebook, Love Tribe Fam, and you'll find us right there. And if you are interested in learning more about our flagship course, Spark My Relationship, we hope you guys check it out. We have a special offer that is only for podcast listeners. So you can go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock and you can unlock that special offer and learn more as always thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week you are listening to a pleasure podcast For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.